welcome to the new episode of No Filter Podcast. This episode is um, an episode that I decided to do with my TA from UC San Diego, one of my math classes. He is a PhD student here at UC San Diego. Um, the audio might be a little bit messed up. We did the test audio. It worked fine. For some reason, the audio had corrupted. I'm sorry about the audio issues. Um, so this basically talks about how, you know, he became, how he got to UC San Diego, his previous experience, his study, how he is a doctorate student, and I um, hope you guys enjoy the episode. Thank you. Let's get started. Should they open the door? No, no, that's fine. I'll just get. Okay. I just get a little bit nervous sometimes. <laughs> yeah, me too. But actually, it's okay. Uh, it's the first time that the work we can re- re- record it and uh, another time as long as you have time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy for this. But yeah, choice. no. It's, thank you for, uh, for taking the time to do this. So, for you guys who don't know, we have. Go, you go ahead and introduce yourself. You can look at the camera, you just talk to me, it doesn't mean Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Let the people who who, you, who we're talking to today. Yeah, okay, so um, yeah, let's start with my name. And I, I go by Johnny. Okay. Uh, my Chinese name is Jin Zi Li. Uh, so my Chinese name means the, a, a, a place with a lake and some nice grass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a very scenery place, that's the meaning of my Chinese name. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I... Uh, I was born in China, the northern province. I was raised there. I spent the first 18 years of my life there. Mm. Went to local high schools, and then I went to college in Beijing. I spent like uh, two and a half years there in college, mm. and then I spent like a year's time here in Mar- America in like exchange programs. Okay. And uh, in 2020, I applied the UCSD, and, and, and I started to become a graduate student, actually a PhD student here in UCSD, the math department. So that's the large outline of my story, but. Yeah. So the way I know Johnny is, uh, he was my TA in Math 153. Um, he was very helpful for me in that class. I think he's definitely a big part of why I passed that class because it was very hard. So Johnny is the first person or faculty member here at UC San Diego that I'm in, uh, interviewing, doing this episode with. So appreciate you taking the time. And before we started, we did a whole lot of mess to get the camera set up. So thank you for that too. So talk about what, how you chose like the degree, the, the degree and the career path you're in right now. Yeah, so this is a, a kind, kind of a, a, a long path, uh-huh. uh, starting from like when I was like 12 or 13 years old. Uh, so at that time, my, my parents, they found me have a have a passion for uh, speaking in front of a public or something mm-hmm. like that. And it, it's also at that time as I realized that I quite enjoy teaching. I mean, um, when, when, when I was on the stage, I just felt a, a strong passion inside me to share some of the, my most valued ideas to yeah. the people who, who are listening to, to, to me. So, uh, but you know, when I was young, there are many paths lying before me, I, I have so many cho- cho- choices, mm. right? But accident, a- a- accidentally, I went to Beijing normal u- u- university. The, the normal university in China used to be the place for the cultivation of high school te- teachers. Mm. Uh, so 
there I met some uh, classmates and some professors who also have a strong passion for teaching. Yeah. And they, 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 they showed me what a good, uh, a good teacher should, should, should be like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, and, and I also um, participated in some educational programs in rural China where I have a chance to de design my own curriculum. Really? Uh, yeah, but in 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 short, I I think the passion for teaching and for research actually was developed uh, when I was young, and um, I just followed my heart in in, in so so many years time. And yeah. when I was here, I got my freedom, and I truly re I I realized that this is something I want to do for the next uh, ten years. Yeah. 20 years or for the rest of my life. Yeah. So you graduated from a university in China. Yes. You did exchange, uh, in a, you said two and a, one and a half years? Uh, yeah, it's, program? yeah, it's about one year's time and the other half year is pandemic. So oh, okay, okay. Home. So before we were on camera, you talked about how you took a gap year. Yes. What, what was your, so you earned your bachelor's, what was your bachelor's in? It's in mathematics. Math, okay, uh, just mathematics? Just mathematics. And then how did you find UC San Diego? Like, what was the process in you finding like graduate programs after that? Yeah, yeah, I, I was about to share about this. So, um, so I know I, so I like in my second year or maybe, maybe the first year when I was in college, I realized, I, I, I think I want to apply for grad school mm -hmm. because I, I want to do. Re I like to do re researches to 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 to, to uh, study something very deep, uh, very deeply. And when I was in my exchange program in America, I uh, I, I I did some undergraduate research program, and I talked to my advisors, mm. asked them for advice on uh, what kind of grad school I should apply or uh, uh, where should I apply to, and they recommended me some. Actually, I have. Like two advisors that that time. One advisor is in uh, computational physics okay. or quant computational quant quantum physics, and the other professor is in computational neuroscience. And uh, their their school this for me has uh, one uh, overlap, which which is using SD. Mm -hmm. So at that time, I know I want to go to grad school, but I don't know which direction I should should go. But mm -hmm. But both of them recommended me UCSD. UCSD. And I also found UCSD is a, it's a, it's a large school, which yeah. means there are professors in really every direction that yeah. I might be interested in. So there are many choices I have here. Yeah. So that's why I choose UCSD. How was that process for applying to UCSD? Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, it's largely the same as applying any. Uh, any grad school, I I feel so. Uh, so the application process is well. Well, we have to fill out some forms, mm -hmm. uh, and we have to write our CV, and we have to. Um, uh, yeah, the interesting thing I think is got the recommendation or references. Yeah. The the references is gonna play a very very important part when you apply for grad school. Um, it's how the people you work with, like your professors or your colleagues, your boss, their opinion on you, how they are, um, um, and, and this can be uh, very important in your application. Mm -hmm. So I feel that it's not really that that hard, I mean, the application process. Yeah. 
just need to find the people that you love to work with yeah. and spend enough time with them so that they can write the letter recommendation. Yeah. Um, how did you like, for the people who don't know, going from a bachelor's to a doctor program because you're a PhD student is very, it's not uncommon, right? It's not. It's not uncommon at all. So how did you, what kind of like, how did, what program are you in right now specifically? Like what's your specific PhD? Uh, yeah, so, well, uh, officially, uh, all the people who are related to PMS, uh, no matter which branch they are in, they are in the uh, mathematics, uh, they are in the department of mathematics. Mm -hmm. They only offer one type of PhD program, but we all have our specialties. Okay. And for me, uh, I'm working on something very, very creative. Uh, it's uh, it's something new. So I'm, so you find that I mean I'm, I'm here. My lab is in bioengineering. Yeah. So I'm trying to use mathematical theory to study neuroscience to to, mm -hmm. to to understand how our brain can think or how how our brain works to to that that leads to our emotion, our thinking, or those amazing things that happens to to, to us. Yeah. They have an explanation at the level of our brain, of, of the, the, the uh, connection patterns of those neurons. Mm -hmm. So how the, the, the ways of connection, those neurons can give rise to so many interesting behavior. And, and this is a very complicated problem because people have been thinking about this question for hundreds of year, years of time. And people in different areas, they think about this question, but they never have a satisfying answer. Mm -hmm. And so during my gap year, it came to me that this must be uh, explained by some very deep, very abstract theory. Yeah. And the only deep and abstract theory I know is in mathematics. So that's the time I started to contemplate about the possibilities of using very abstract math theories to, abstract, to mo mo uh, model what happens in our brain. Mm -hmm. uh, this is very creative in a sense that very new because People who study this area, the, uh, the methodology they, uh, they, they adopt used to be co computational. They, they, they try to use some algorithms in yeah. their com 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 computer pro programming. Or they find a similarity between the computer and our brain, wow. which is not as deep or not as um, understanding. Yeah, it, it's, it does not really help us understanding why we have so many interesting emergent behaviors from those neurons. There are still so many questions to be answered, yeah. which needs something beyond the traditional approaches. So why did you choose that specifically? And like, what have you found yeah. so far? It's if a, you want to talk about that, yeah. Yeah, I, I really want to share this because yeah. I think everyone's behavior or their action or their choices in, in life are really a reflection of who they really are like i made all these choices in, in my life some choices are very brave or are, are very bold because it's um yeah it's it's not it, it, because I'm, I'm not very typ a, a typical mass per person mm. uh, so the stereotype for the people in the math department might be for the math PhD students, they are very smart or they are very good at 
calculations yeah. and something like that, or the other learning the high school class, which not, not, never go with the group. <laughs> anyway, um, but I'm not that, 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 that kind of person. Well, yeah. uh, very interestingly, math is my, it is a subject I did worst in, 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 in high school. Really? Yeah, so, uh, so I grew up reading books on humanities, on literature, of course Chinese literature at that time, but I also, uh, well, my favorite thing when I was a child is to spend my whole day's life, spend my whole day in the lo local libraries, mm -hmm. or the bookstores, book reading the books I'm interested in. I also read some uh, Western li literatures like the Faust by by, by Goethe, mm -hmm. uh, and some like American or in in, in English uh, French literatures by Victor Hugo, like uh, the Mi Mi Miserable, mm -hmm. uh, like that. And I also read uh, like uh, I'm also interested in history and philosophy. Um, so 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 you 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 may imagine that. I cannot be very, very good at math because I spend so many energy in thinking about humanities and I really cannot understand what's the point of learning the high school math, those polynomials and those yeah. trigonometric functions and those algebra. This seems to have no relation, no connection with the deep questions, deep philosophical questions that I'm interested in. Yeah. So I just don't know why. So. So I cannot, so uh, when I graduated from high school and I'm about to pick the major in, in, in college, mm -hmm. my thought was, well, I believe that every discipline must exist for a, re 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 a reason. And in my subconscious, they, might, they, they all might converge to answer a single question. That, that's my thought at that time. But I cannot understand the meaning of mathematics. I felt that I have to spend more time with math to really understand how it's related to other subjects I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. So that's why I cho cho chose math. So those are my life decisions. And so in myself, there's always a strong de desire to find connections yeah. among those those things. Yeah, how math can really use to answer the questions like who I, I am or, or how my brain works, those, yeah. those questions. Well, in college, I really don't have the enough freedom to cho choose the directions I'm interested in because there are a lot of mandatory classes I have to take. But here in UCSD, I decided to follow my heart yeah. and really choose to see how math can can help us answer some deep questions. So, so right now, my 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 advisor, my supervisor, and I are working on projects to use homological algebra, very abstract math branch, to help understand how to e e explain the mechanism of imagination and creativity. Okay. And that was a question I contemplated since I was a child. So I was very lucky that I followed my heart yeah. and find the thing that I, yeah, I want to. And what, um, what have you found out since starting this project that you're working on with your supervisor? 
Um, well, uh, our project still in its preliminary stage, but what I can say is, mm, so, mm, so one thing I want to share at this time is, so imagination and creativity are like something, well, there are so many things can be used to study creativity. Well, um, well, people in different areas they build different kind of models to 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 see to they they try to for even example for those physicists they 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 study the universe and the structure of matters mm -hmm. and they think that our brain mechanism that leads to creativity might be similar to to to, to those. Uh, uh, for, for to to the mechanism of of, of, of physical phenomena, yeah. and for mathematics, they they use the theories that are not originally intended to study human uh, in creativity, um, to study creativity now. That tells us that we sh really should. There there might be a meaning behind everything in, in our life. Yeah, uh, that can be one day contribute to, can can contribute to the answer of something that we are really interested in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Just say whatever. Say whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be because I'm trying trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I I cannot tell more about the uh, creativity from my project because it's really. A very a lot of theoretical stuff, and uh, you, you you can if you want. Um. So um. Um. It is a bit hard at this time to 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 draw any direct conclusion. Yeah. But. A, a suggestion from what I have doing is, um, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 let, 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 let's maybe talk about uh, some, some other talk. <laughs> I, I may I may come back with with with, uh, with this because uh -huh. it's very philosophical. The idea there is very subtle. Okay. But 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 I mean. It is so interesting that it's 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 beyond description. No, yeah, it's I mean it's something that I think um, it's interesting to know how you come to that, you know, like that conclusion or like not a conclusion, but that you were talking about. So right now, in terms of books, what are you? What did you like? I mean, you were in deciding this. What books are you reading? like to make that connection or to see like that type of connection if any uh you know are, are you pointing to any specific kind of connections or any connections among like the imagination creativity like for the books like are there any books that you read that made you want to think more like that you were like okay i like this is what i want to study like or was it ever since you said i see so so one book i read which really inspired my 
by Scientific Ambition is a book by uh, Edward Wilson. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he was a professor of biology at Harvard. He wrote a book called uh, Convenience, the U U Unity of Science. Okay. So that was really a great book. Um, uh, who is uh, draw, drawing an out, outline of how we can build a common basis of explanation for almost every phenomena in this world from, from particle physics yeah. to biology to so, uh, social sciences. Really? How the, di the different branches of science, uh, natural science and humanities, they can all be explained on a common ground and how the uh, vision or how the, 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 the goal of future scientists they should contribute to to the uh, to, to make those different disciplines all, all united under one uh, really? yeah yeah so that's really a grand picture mm -hmm. but I mean in every research project I worked on I can also see some pieces of that grand picture. It is everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, so mathematics is a theory about abstractions. Mm -hmm. By abstract, by by the process of abstraction, well, we can see the interconnections among things because. We do an, 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 an abstraction. We leave out. We left out some de the the the, uh, the the trivial details, the the, the not interesting de details. We only pay attention to some something that is really really distinguishing or really important. Mm -hmm. And by only looking at the important aspect of things, well, we are starting to find similarities. No. Yeah, that that uh, that are contributing to the uh, long range connections. So everywhere I see, every place, everything I study, I can see mathematics in it. Of course, right. I can also see philosophy in it. But this is a mindset that is grown by years of studying studying mathematics. So now I think I'm able to answer my questions, my childhood. What's the question of learning polynomial or learning trigonometric functions? They are just uh, some models. We are not interested in. We are not really interested in themselves, but interested in the kind of thinking patterns that are uh, inspired by those theor theor theories. Mm. They are really like a toy, or they are really like a miniature of mm. the actual workings of this world. It's like allegory, or a, met a, met a, met a metaphor mm -hmm. of what. The really interesting world it is. Yeah. So that's why we study those those, those boring math theories. <laughs> yeah. And you said you said that there is a similarity between um, like social studies, mathematics, history. What is the similarity that you see? Is it like concrete or like what exactly can you what can you explain the similarity is? Okay. So in many times the similarity the similarities can can only be described from a very abstract, abstract pattern, oh, yeah. abstract approach. Yeah. Well, uh, there is one thing that that that's very in, 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 in interesting is that, so if you 
look at a, a social system or well a system where uh, each element is a, a, a person in, 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 a, or in an organization or in a society they are interacting with each other. Yeah. That, that's how society works. People talk to each other, interconnect, and they, they, well, they have relations, they have interactions. Well, in, in physics, I mean, more specifically in statistical physics, they study similar mo mo models, right? If, they, they study the system particles, where the particles are interacting each other by, 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 by the, uh, uh, by the collisions, right? Yeah. They are bond, bouncing everywhere. And this kind of, I mean, this model can be used to study some social systems. Mm -hmm. how, how the, the, uh, the, how, how the uh, local rules that is followed by each particle in this system can give rise to the, uh, uh, a, lar a large scale behavior of this system. And such a system can also be used to mo model the interaction between the ne neurons in our brain. Okay. I mean, such a model is actually able to describe everything from our brain to the social system or can also be used to study how, uh, how, how like uh, a group of people evolve with time, like in hi hi history. Um, so what you can really find is that the uh, different disciplines will study these models from their own perspectives. Mm -hmm. But the conclusion they draw may help each other. Or the method people use in one area may be inspiring for the people in another area. Uh -huh. And so if different kind of people can really talk together and find the similarities between the objects they are studying, I mean, this might con con contribute to, well, well, they may publish much more papers, yeah. <laughs> many more papers, they, 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 they will, yeah, they, 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 they might find that just like all the matters in this universe are following some simple physical rules, mm -hmm. that's the, uh, that the, the, the long-term uh, evolvement of human history or society might also follow some rules, some simple rules. Mm -hmm. And the workings of our brain might be the same, follow some simple, small set of rules that can give rise to so much different kind of behaviors. Mm -hmm. So that's why the thinking patterns of physicists can be used for those historians or those, those people who study sociology. Okay. Yeah, that's that's crazy to think about. Uh, so this program, you're in your first year. It's my sec second year. How long uh, is this program that you're in? Uh, well, uh, typically it's five five years time. Five years time. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, that's uh, that that's the uh, usual well for a PhD for most PhD, PhD it's like five, five or yeah. six years, and PhD. it can be more. Okay. Well, we really don't have a a, a time limit for yeah. for this. As long as we we can finish our our uh, thesis and uh -huh. we defend it, we can grab graduate. Graduate. Yeah. And during during this, um, you just work as a TA 
while you work on your thesis throughout this whole program? Uh, I think in my uh, my in my third the third year or fourth year, I, I will get uh, funding for my research. Okay. I, I can also work as a research assistant. Okay. So I get paid for do, uh, doing re uh, research yes. here. Yeah. And um, after you get your PhD, what are you planning on doing long term? So my first choice is definitely definitely academia because it's a place where I can do research and teaching at the same time two things that I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, but actually, there are also many options in industry. Yeah. Uh, those high tech, those tech companies, they they actually have applied scientist positions. Mm. Mm. But as I but as I heard from the postdoc. Uh, I know, well, some of them have experience in working in those companies. They said, well, it's, it might not be, you might not enjoy as much freedom as you enjoy here in the uh, university, really? because there, as an applied scientist, you have to, ultimately, your goal is to improve an algorithm, something like that, oh. to, to improve your pro pro product. That's yeah. the ultimate goal. But, in science, I strongly believe that the motivation for science should be pure, should be pure curiosity yeah. for your love and not knowledge and for something like that. Yeah. So that's why I want to stay in academia. But I mean, it is I I didn't remember from which from what moment in my life. Maybe last year or two, two years ago that that I realized that it's not really important where I am what I am okay I mean if you have a clear vision of what you want to do in your life or what you want to achieve uh, it doesn't matter where you are or what kind of environment you are in because you always know what you want to do yeah. and you can just th th think about them and work on, on, on them like Almost subconsciously, like so. The the question I've been th thinking about about creativity and imagination, I can really think about them anytime or anywhere. I the only tool I need to help my thinking is maybe some draft paper, yeah. a computer that can do some computation and can browse the internet. Mm -hmm. That's all I need. Yeah. So it really doesn't it doesn't matter matter what kind of opportunities I get because yeah. I always know what I want to do. Okay. And I, I can always find the paths that lead to what I what I'm pursuing. How important do you think the power of subconscious mind is to what you do in every day? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that I, I, I think I mentioned this term a little bit frequent uh, right. I, that I shouldn't because I really, I, 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 I don't know a lot about psychology, but yeah. I, uh, instead of subconscious, I just feel that. So, so well, people talk talk about emotion, emotional or irrational. Well, a, a pe yeah. uh, sometimes we act emotionally. Sometimes we act ra ra rationally. Rationally, yeah. But there is something, be, be, uh, there is something beyond rationality. Well, rationality means you you act based uh, based on. A careful calculation or yeah. evaluation of the consequence of your act, act actions. Mm -hmm. That's a, a personal way of understanding it. Yeah. But there is something that's be, be, beyond it. 
I, I want to say like maybe it's art art mm -hmm. well it's it's not the uh, art in a strict sense but everything we do we can there is an inner de desire in my heart that in, in our hearts that try to find the me meanings behind everything we we do like I mean so, uh, so, uh, so, uh, so, soccer is not it's also an, 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 an art yeah. we we play soccer not because we want to get money from this or we it's also not we just want to have fun because as a long-term soccer player we just have some kind of pursuit from playing so, so soccer like yeah it's, it's a little bit hard to describe but there is something higher mm. that really drives our behavior yeah. and and that motivation is way beyond like money or or the uh uh, or success, or uh, fame. Uh, yeah, yeah, fame. It's it's really beyond that, and mm -hmm. it's hard to explain. But it's a higher existence that that can really drive our behavior and drive our think, uh, thinking. And the, I, I I call it subconscious because I am trying to relating to 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 that higher entity uh, to try to understand. The meaning of this in the long term. Yeah. Well, Steve Jobs said you can also, you can only connect the dots when you look back. Yes. But I sh I think we should never cease our attempt to connect the dots in my life every moment in every moment to understand how each moment in our life, everything we experience and every thought we have, how they contribute to one single purpose or one me meaning in our life. I think that's a, a very helpful th thinking pat pattern if you want to make some big decisions or if you want to think about what you want to do in the long, long term. Well, the reason I ask is because I don't know if you read the book Thinking Fast and Slow. Oh, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I haven't read, read, read it, but, but yeah. I, I, I kind of skipped that book. Yeah, okay, or like the book The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. When you say there's a higher entity, do you, would you rather, do you, are you really, not, not to like put you on the spot or anything, but would you say it's more, you know, people have the size, like they think it's the universe or they think it's a God or, you know, do you, do you mean about like that type of high entity or by unknown? Um, well, I, actually, well, well, only one, 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 one thing, I'm actually a re, uh, religious person. Uh -huh. uh, I'm, I'm a cr cr Christian, uh -huh. uh, but, um, I, I find such kind of higher e existence outside of religion. For example, okay. from, from f f philosophy, if you read some works by Plato, right? mm -hmm. Plato, he, he talked a lot about the, this, the, uh, the, the thought wor wor uh, world, a world that beyond this world, which is consists of ideas or thoughts. Yeah. And and I mean, the material world is just like a projection of that higher wor world. Really? And, uh, and, and if you study mathematics deep enough, right, you will also find that all those mathematical, very abstract constructions, this seems from a higher world instead of our world. And a third e example is, I'm really fond of music, uh, uh, specifically classical mu music. Okay. 
when those, if you re read a score of classical music, you will find it very boring. It's very mechanistic. Mm -hmm. Those, those uh, notes. yeah, those notes. You may be wondered, or you may be amazed by how those notes can can lead to such a interesting piece yeah. of music that can uh, magically arouse some deepest feelings in your heart. Sometimes when you listen to Bach yeah. or Mozart or Beethoven, those those are kind of my favorite composers. That their music, they just come into my soul. Yeah. They, Affected me so deep, deep, so deeply that, yeah. I mean, so so you 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 can see how, yeah, how, yeah. From those their music, you can sense something that is higher or that yeah. is beyond our normal life. Yeah. And then when you say like, when you talk about like soccer, like there's higher power. How do you like? not necessarily stop thinking it but like you stop worrying about the why like what what do you do you, do you think it's important to think about why why I, you know because it's not for the fame but like but like why when do you stop thinking like why or is it healthy to think why or not uh you're asking if i'm thinking about the why no like just every like in general you know how you said like soccer is an art and then some people play it not because of the fame for yeah. success but because there's something deeper right exactly. but how do you think like why is there something deeper or like when you try to find something do you think it's healthy or you think like do you ever find an answer to that question or no i think there will not be a, a unique answer for that question there will be the interesting thing is i feel that everyone will come up with his or her own Good answer question. To, to, that to, to that question, it is a very personal question. question. It can be yeah. answered in so many ways. Yeah. And then uh, I have a question here. When you're working on certain things, right? You said like when you need to be successful, you know, like you have the things to succeed, right? Do you ever find yourself when you're working on something, you achieve it, but then you want to achieve more, and you achieve more, and you just feel like you always want to level up? Do you think that's a healthy way of thinking? Or like, do you ever catch yourself thinking that way? Mm, uh, yeah, I'm trying to reflect. <laughs> um, well, I am, um, I actually really, I can hardly remember any time that I feel um, unsatisfied or I feel I really need to get something more because the reason why people just want more and more and more because they maybe they they fail to understand or they they, they fail to observe that Or, or their mindset is is very uh, one di uh, di uh, di dimensional. Mm -hmm. One dimensional means that every every moment or every stage of uh, in every stage of their life, the level of success, the level uh, can can be measured, mm -hmm. uh, or or can be com com compared. Yeah. But that is not true. 
because what you get here at this moment is actually, the, I mean, you, I mean, you can really find infinity from what you possess now. Uh, <laughs> it might be a little hard to understand, but yeah. um, I'm saying that uh, from what you have now, from the knowledge you, you, you have for now, from, from the material possession you have for now, it's there enough for you to create your own world full of wonders and lot <laughs> yeah you, you you can create a lot of things by your current thinking patterns by your current knowledge like everything you learned can use as a lens for you to see the world yeah. everything you can use everything you have to understand the world in a totally di 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 different way so it's really hard to say that if I get more, I can be better, right? Yeah. Because I can actually be good enough with what I have for now. Yeah. And how do you how do you like tell people to enjoy what they have now? Um well I what is your advice to tell them if they can enjoy what they have now? <laughs> well I I I I seldom really tell people to enjoy what they have for now because I feel that I it's hard for me to understand and to to stand in their 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 shoes because when people eager for more, their heart are experiencing emptiness or 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 worse like pain. Yeah. And be, before really understanding their heart, I reluctant to say any direct advice for their life. But uh, what I can do, what I enjoy do, do, do doing is through my teaching or through, I, I, I also write blogs. Um, oh, you write blogs? Uh, yeah, but, but sorry, it's, it's on WeChat, so, so it's in Chinese. But, but, oh. but I, I'm trying to translate it to, to the English version because I'm build, building my personal website. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, they, they will be translated. But, I mean, through my teaching and through my writing, what I'm trying to do is to sh to show people that we can think in this way. Yeah. Just a, a, maybe just to set them an e example to let them see the possibilities, possibilities there. But I would not choose to directly to give some very direct uh, <laughs> advice like yeah, yeah. all others that you should do yeah, this yeah, yeah, or yeah. you should think in this way. I, I don't want to do, do, do that. that. Yeah. Let's just let me just check the camera real quick. Make sure everything's okay. Okay, perfect. We have forty minutes. So, okay. So, do you ever find? You know, I think I went to your office hours once, and you tried to talk about um, why we think the way we think, right? Um, and you become an academic teacher. How would you like? specifically math where people focus on the end result and more of just like um, remembering like copy to like the way things get done for example like uh, something just by memory you know people could just like okay I could do this 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 and this way this way how do you how would you like fight that in your classroom if you would you know like have your students think deeper to the question and trying to just solve it step by step 
by memorization? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, um, but it is hard because mm -hmm. the current environment, well, the, because of the peer pressure and so many things are connected to our GPA. So yeah. we have so many pressure that pushes us to, to focus only on the end re re result, to yeah. focus on the grade that we can get. So it must be a mutual endeavor to shift the student's attention uh, from uh, shift the student's thinking pattern from a utilitarian pattern to an I would call it artistic or creative pattern mm -hmm. pattern to make them understand or make them look at the the, the theory look at the problem as an art art yeah. like a like a pu pu uh, puzzle maybe like a game mm -hmm. like yeah uh, uh, and well I mean. Yeah, I said mutual endeavor. Well, different uh, people should 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 do different kind of things. But for for me, what I I can do and what I have been trying to do is to before they really look at the question, be, 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 before they start thinking about or working on this question, I will show them. I, I'm trying to show them how people come to this question at all. Right. Or why should, should should we really think about this question? Right. Yeah. So to really understand the motivation, because the people who come up with this mathematical theory, theory they don't de design this theory to confuse the students or to 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 de design the exams. Yeah. Instead, they they come up with those mathematical theories to solve a problem. Oh. Or to out of their curiosity or their pursuit of beauty, they create those mathematical structures. So if we if we really stand at those people's shoes, think as those mathematicians, mm -hmm. right? We can really understand why we should do everything like this at all, and it's easier for us to to relate to connect mathematics with the thing that we are interested in, like soccer, like uh, like. Some people are interested in like artificial intelligence or whatever yeah. the philosophy like that. Yeah. So 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 when when, when I try to te te uh, te teach a problem, I would all, often go back to those mathematicians and how they and, and their thoughts and how this piece of idea is uh, is related to the other branches of mathematics. So I would think about these questions and try to share with the, the student, students before we work on the question. And, and, and another question you ask is, is about how they approach this, the solution of a question, right? So the solution can often be long. Well, yeah. and, 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 that, and that will make, this, this make students painful because they, 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 when they read, read the proof halfway, they will get lost without yeah. knowing what they are what they are doing at all so which means I'm encouraging them to understand the proof in a non-linear manner which means that you first pay important to the most important lines in those proofs 
or the essential ideas in those proofs, like I, 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 I TA graph theory, theory, and in graph theory, the proofs are so long, if you don't get the ideas in those proofs, you, you will surely get lost, right? So the ideas comes first as an yeah. important steps of those proof, proofs. Yeah. And, and then after we have the picture, the roadmap, we then come to the details. That can help us to really, really understand the proof as an artwork. Just like how we can understand the soccer, right? How we make a goal, how yeah. we how we pass the balls in a very artistic way. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that, that's a that's a good way to put it because every student is in a class for a different reason. So being able to understand which students um, are there just to get it over with, or those students are there to actually understand and you know take in the information to solve a problem to understand the subject that is being taught. When you when you were younger, why when you said you thought about creativity ideas, why did it go? And you you said you didn't really like math. You were always in the library. Why did you choose to study mathematics and not something like psychology? Yeah. Well, um, and did you struggle during college in mathematics at all? Of course, I <laughs> struggled. Yeah, I my my grades were poor in college. Yeah. I and I was I used to be very sad about that because, well, in the college in China, well, the the the, the GPA is also very important. It's even more important than GPA here in Amer American universities because. Uh, yeah, because in China, if you go to if you want to go to grad school in China, um, the, uh, your GPA will be the most important thing. Um, yeah, so um, so that's why I was very sad when I got bad GPA because I thought, well, I I, I might not get to get to a grad school at that time. I thought I was very sad. Uh, What's your definition of a bad GPA? Um, well, I, uh, I, I, um, I, I think ranking might be a good indication. Well, uh, in our department, in, in our year, it's like uh, about 200 students, students. Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, at the time, my, my ranking dropped to like 40 at that time. <laughs> <laughs> that's like top 20%, no? But, Out of 200, yeah, it's gotta be 20%. Yeah, yeah and, and you can also see how silly I was. Uh -huh. At that time, my thinking pattern is like, and, and it's also the thinking pattern of many of my fellow classmates. The ranking or the GPA is everything, mm -hmm. right? It's something that de even de de decides our value. Yeah. So, so you can imagine how upset I, and how e eager I am to get a good good grades. And if I really if I reflect, well my motivation is like just to being better than others. And that is stupid. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and, and, and because I was sad, well uh, a, 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 a Chinese poet that I really like, he said the only source of wisdom is 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 sorrow and doubt. So I'm having, I was having sorrow and doubt mm -hmm. at the same time when my GPA dropped at that time. 
and I started to really reflect to to contemplate on everything what everything should should be going I realized that the, the reason why my GPA dropped because I used to spend a lot of my time and my energy into into into, into the classes into the courses I, I took I just cannot understand why my GPA dropped all the same realized because my heart was too stressful at that time mm. because I only my motivation was wrong and I didn't enjoy the beauty I didn't follow my heart I just want to get a good GPA to, to get to a good grad school that's what I wanted at that time yeah. and, and if my mind was like that I just cannot really enjoy and really understand the, the core of the mathematical theory because math is abstract and to understand those theory you really used to you, you, you really need to use for some some difficult theories you really used to use all your creativity to all your imaginations to understand those things but my imagination is really constrained it's really sh sh shackled when my heart's filled with fear and doubt yeah. and wor worries Really. At what point did you make that switch? It's like in the after the second year in my college. Okay. Uh, and and that also was the time when I don't need to really take the uh, classes for a letter grade. Okay. I, I yeah I yeah since since I know there's no exams and it will not hurt my GPA. Uh, I know I can I enjoy this course. Freedom. Yeah. 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 Um, so freedom is such an important thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I had a question in mind too. Uh, okay. Let's. Do you, do you have? You want to add any? You have anything you want to add? Yeah. One. One last thing. So uh, I mean, it's not one last thing, but it's, it's something occurred to me that, yeah, we we just talk about creativity, my pro project. Mm -hmm. And I also mentioned the higher entity I said. Yeah. Our creativity, well, the mechanism of our creativity might be the same as how those higher entities arise from yeah. our ordinary life. And this might hint that it is our creativity that can really help us lead to those higher existence which can drive our behavior, can lead us to our meaning, a meaningful life. So kind of shed uh, attach importance on imagination and creativity, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a one kind of thing I can, I can learn from the current stage of my project. One question I, I do have, because yeah. um, I'm, I'm in an education based math uh, yeah. you know degree and one thing that we read uh, this this quarter was um, the meanings of our names and like you know the true meanings of our names and like where it comes from and how we got them why did you and it talks about how um, it's disrespectful for like professors to mispronounce people's names or change people's names to you know, more Americanized name. Why did you make the change to Jing Z to Johnny? 
and yeah, that's 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 a that's a question I was just thinking about right now. I was about to, yeah I, to, to 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 share this. Well, yeah. So John, uh, Johnny is named after a, a a friend who changed my life. Really. Um. So when I was like thirteen or fourteen years old, uh, I was very young at that time, and I met at that time an undergraduate from U U UCLA in a bridge program. Well, okay. so American university, American college students, they come to uh, some middle schools in China, including mine, okay. to hold small classes where we they 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 taught us something and we had fun. Okay. Yeah, it's like a, sum, a summer camp, right? Okay. So in that summer camp, there's a Johnny in the summer camp who really changed my life. He, well, he taught, taught me so, so, so many things. Well, he, uh, yeah, he taught, 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 taught me, uh, we, we talk about faith, we talk yeah. about Christianity, yeah. which is the start of my, uh, yeah. And uh, we also talk about other questions, like the meaning of life, we share our understanding about that. Yeah. And and he gives me a feeling that I am va va valued or I'm really important or everyone is unique and there is really a plan for everyone that he must find out what those plans are. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he just uh, he says so many encouraging words to me that I cannot forget them even at this time of the day. Like, like, it's after like ten years time over like yeah ten years after that summer camp I still re remember him I remember his words really yeah so that's why I'm called Johnny I, I, because I also want to be that Johnny who is so such a great teacher at first he he's now a history t t t t teacher in high school in Los Angeles really yeah and uh yeah because I want to be the guy who can bring uh, a positive impact on others' life. And I, I think I've started to do started on that because mm -hmm. as, as, I, as I said, I, I went to the educational programs in rural areas in China mm -hmm. and I influenced the students there, there, uh, there. And uh, one or two students said, I am godlike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, okay. Uh, and, and, well, so you have your question about names. So I don't like to call Jin Jin the the anglicized pronunciation of my Chinese name because because if because they, well the, the the Chinese their names are in character the Chinese char char characters and different characters have their own meanings mm -hmm. but in when translated into English it's just a a syllable. And those di di different characters can actually have the same pronunciation in English. So I mean, I mean, a lot of meanings are lost, lost when we use that name exactly. in English. Mm -hmm. So that's why I really don't want to use that. So do you find it because a lot of people pronounce it wrong? I'm okay with pronouncing wrong. Really? It's, it's okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's because like, it's, it's one of the things we read where like, you shouldn't let people pronounce your name wrong because it's disrespectful to those who gave you your name, basically, right? Because, so, so it has nothing to do that you're embarrassed with your name or anything, right? Okay. So, we can go into a deeper conversation if you like. 
of what you think the meaning of life is, if you want to. Um, well, uh, sorry, at this moment, the question is too broad. Too broad? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I have a question for you here. Do you believe that we're in a, I mean, this is a popular question that people talk about every day, but do you think we're in a simulation? <laughs> wow, this is, this, is, this is both a philosophical question and a, and a mathematical, maybe a, a, a science problem. I mean, uh -huh. with, within a framework of mathematics, people, I mean, lo logistics, uh, lo uh, logics, people might be able to come up with the answer to, 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 to that. And this can also be answered by, might be answered by those people in artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. I, I I actually talked about this question with the students I I had in in, in China. Really? Uh, and, and they are actually very very interested in, in this question because yeah. because I tried to uh, induce them and and try to uh, make them think that they are that their classmates are just robots. <laughs> and they will get afraid that well we are I, I'm actually living in a, in a I'm actually living in the make 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 in the matrix. Yeah, yeah. Like that. But yeah, so 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 while I don't uh, I I don't have a lot to say with this question. I don't want to share one thing I really liked about the matrix film film is it's how Nick can how, I'm sorry Neil how how Neil he his ability to operate on the code. Code, right? yeah. the code of the main matrix when he actually is a part of the matrix right? yeah. and that mo moment how he become the superman that mo mo moment a lot of things ha happened and I, I, I'm, I'm actually thinking about how in our life there are moments of epi epiphany yeah. that we suddenly Make the connections. It's something like that we understand the code of this wor wor world. That we suddenly understand how er 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 everything wor 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 works. That we're not afraid of anything at all, and we can be anywhere at all because we just know it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing I can relate relate with the matrix and how it can suggest. Uh, how we we can think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it might be uh, some rubbish, <laughs> but no, it's okay. If you had to give advice to those who are in college right now and they're debating on whether they want to go to grad school or not, or you know, what does advice you tell them through this process that they're going through? I am actually a little bit hesitate on giving a lot of advice because because the kind of choices that American students are facing is different from what I was facing at that time, mm -hmm. and, and I know that in Amer America the it's not in China in China most uh, a lot of people will go to grad grad grad, grad, uh, grad, grad school. school but here in America it's not it's not. Well, they would consider first to go to like industry to find find a job oh, first. But yeah. in China, it's not common to find a job after you go uh, graduate from college. Uh -huh. It's a di it's a difference. 
So I would suggest them to really to 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 make their attempts to see the possibilities to try to try different things. They can try different things, and and then you can make the decision along the way. Yeah. So the only thing I can really say is to follow your heart. Follow your heart. But follow your heart is not easy. Yeah. You. It's not always. It's not all the time that you can see your heart. That's true. Because in college, I I know、uh-huh. many people tend to follow the crowd. They do what people around them are doing. They never spend the time to sit down and think about what they really want to do. Because I learned everyone is unique. Every it's it's never. It, and and it is important for each one to find their unique uniqueness. What sets them apart from others? Yeah. And it takes a really a long time yeah, and and thought and and thinking to really find 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 that out.、Mm-hmm. And I think college is a very important stage in our life that we can find our true self to discover who we re- re-、uh, we really are. So I think that's the most important thing for the college student. And once we find out that, it's very clear to us which is our path after college. I I I agree. How important is it? I mean, I guess it's different for China, but how important is it for people to leave their hometown to find something bigger than where they are right now? Does that make sense? Like you said, people follow the crowd. Does it help leaving your hometown because that's all you know, and you don't know that there's other opportunities somewhere else? For me, it is super helpful because my hometown is the north north northern province in China.、Mm-hmm. Northern part of China is not very developed compared to the south southern part. Really. And、uh, yeah, and yeah, I, it's I、uh, I really. I I think it is important to go to other other places to see different kind of people、mm. to see the possibilities and other ways of ways of life. Yeah, I think, and because like I spent four,、uh, four years in college outside my hometown, and when I go back to hometown after my college, I feel that I understand everything that I'm familiar. In a di-、uh, that I'm familiar with, I used to I'm familiar with in a different way, right?、Mm-hmm. So every like when I, when I went back to my hometown after I graduated, everything's familiar, but everything's di- different. I'm able to understand it in a new way. Okay. So there's a saying in Chinese that goes, uh, 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 leaving is to. Return in a bad, 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 uh, 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 u
Well, I used to feel that my hometown is a, is a great place. Yeah. Because I have friends there, have my parents there who love who love who love me. Yeah. But it's it's by go 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 going to outside world that realize that my hometown has so many problems. Yeah. It's some um, and and also. It's also by going to the outside world that I realized what makes me different in my whole hometown, mm. right? Because when you go to a lar lar larger world, you will meet many people, and then you strive to find out. You strive for a sense of self. You mm. want to understand what I'm different from them. Yeah. Then you realize that you are different from them because you lived in a place in your hometown for so many years time, the, the environment in your hometown kind of shaped you your, your thoughts, your behavior, who, who you are in a, in a subtle way. Yeah. But it's really a, a tra tra treasure because yeah. it is your hometown that makes you a, you, 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 a unique. Yeah. 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 And this is the significance of going to a new place is also kind of you you should liberate your mind. Well, I hesitate to say, say, say this, but in, in, in China, the information are blocked, right? Yeah. In people in China, they cannot access Google, Facebook, Twitter, mm -hmm. and even Wikipedia. Yeah. So they have no access to the information outside. So they're actually under some kind of propaganda or yeah, it's a little bit sensitive, but yeah, <laughs> well, it's called no filter, so okay, there's no filter here, so yeah. So when I spent my time outside of China, I started to rethink something that I accepted as truth. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I realized that there are something that is wrong. Yeah, I realized that that. Yeah, I started to understand some pe 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 people, uh -huh. and and I take it as my du 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 duty to try to help them who are still in China. Okay. Would that have to do with your blog specifically or not? With with my blog or no? Uh, it's not a direct way because okay, <laughs> because there are some sense. Sensors, right? I oh, cannot okay. say. Well, and and I also reluctant to talk about politics because yeah. I think politics is very complicated, and yeah. I I don't want to say a lot to something that is beyond my understanding, yeah. my current understanding. Yeah. So I will only talk about some truth, some yeah. some self evident. We hold these truths to be self evident, right? <laughs> yeah. And talk about something that is call call a common sense, but mm. even from the common sense. We can arrive at something that is that is helpful for us to judge, yeah. to tell what is right and what what, what is wrong. Um, that, makes that makes that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think we're probably at fifty minutes here, so forty. We're almost about an hour. Um, I really don't have any other questions. Um, anything else that you want to add that you you. Uh, Thought about right now. Anything you want to say or add on to the conversation or no?
It's up to you. It's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I. Uh, I may, uh, may, uh, maybe I should apo apo apologize for talking something a little abstract today because I have really, I really have so many things to share. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we can make a second episode. Or uh... it's, it's it's okay. I'm I'm trying to. Uh, yeah. So if there is a a take home ma 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 message mm -hmm. from. That I can share is that should 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 be everything is connected, mm. right? So we should once we can see those many con connections, those hidden connections, among things, and we should also try to deliberately find connections among things. And once we see those connections, we can understand the world in a totally entirely new way. And everything magical will happen. I think that's the perfect way to end this episode. So thank you for your time. Appreciate you. And uh, we're just going to close it out here. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's yeah. really my pleasure. <laughs>